Hi, welcome to the latest episode of Mistress Mia's Dungeon. I'm your hostess, Mistress Mia, and you know my co-host, my bad bitch, Master John, Lord Bala, Johnny, Hot Kicks, Fire, Breath, and Drago! me! I'm your code host today. Yeah! Your code host. <laughs> your co-host. <laughs> your ho-host. <laughs> your ho ho Okay. Mm-hmm. Well... Well, I'm glad to be here, though. I bet you are, John. I don't know what I am, but I'm glad to be here. <laughs> You're yeah, a whore. I'm, I'm fire breathing. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's breathe some fire. Hmm. All right. John, we really need to <laughs> educate some men. Yes. Who listen to yes. the podcast. Yes. You know, I actually had to tell someone here recently when they came to a party that they need to dress better, look better, smell better. Mm-hmm. You know? Men, I think so many of them are failing us. <laughs> so they definitely need tips today, don't they? Which is good for they? me. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely good for you. <laughs> You're the smooth operator. It makes my job easier. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. so Bad Girls Bible Club? Bad Girls Bible. We love them. We How do. to turn on a girl. Breathe fire. That's how you do it. <laughs> Breathe fire. <laughs> And then tell them to take their panties off. That's how how that works. All right. All right. Make her hyper aroused with one obvious tip. Ooh. Hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Not the tip of your dick, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that comes later. (laughs) Women and men are very different when it comes to getting turned on. A lot of things that turn guys on don't, do not, that does not turn on women and vice versa. Here are three generalizations that sum it up. Number one, most guys are turned on visually. That is very true. Very they true. They see a girl. They think she's hot. They look straight at her boobs. And, yep. they get, and they get excited. Yep. Hence the popularity of porn with men. Women are not the same. They are turned on by more how they feel and their imaginations. Hence the extreme popularity of Fifty Shades of Grey and romantic novels. Some men like to look at porn because they don't have to read. Yeah. And women like to use their minds, so they read books. <laughs> and they've got some nasty books at they Walmart. They do. They do. You go to the romance section in Walmart and open up one of those motherfuckers. Yeah. That's straight up porn. Yeah. They don't tell you that. Because they know their husbands aren't going to read it, so they just go buy it and they read that fucking porn. Right. I opened one up one day. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. It was nasty. It's crazy. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> Two, almost all guys are turned on and ready to go when they see a girl in stripper heels and a thong, even if they've never met her before. We're back to the visual. We are. An anonymous guy in a G-string usually doesn't have the same effect on women. It will most likely send them running, no matter how hot he is. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. But put this hottie in a well-tailored suit, and don't be surprised if she swoons. There you go. It's true. It's true. Or breathe fire. <laughs> Number three, a lot of guys get turned on by a giggling bimbo that laughs at all his jokes and is way too forward. But nothing turns off women more than some giggly dummy who is too forward. He's creepy. Yeah. Okay. So how do we fix these things, guys? Here's the number one thing. Everything that you think they like because you like it, do the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fucking do it. That's entirely true. There you go. Wow. All right. So to further illustrate the point, here's the general process for how men get turned on. They see something, they find it hot, 
or they hear something that they find hot, or they think of something and they find it hot. (laughs) (laughs) So here's a general process for how women get turned on. They first need to have some breaks removed to allow them to get turned on. Hmm. I'm talking about things like stress, hormonal issues, shame, guilt. They feel unattractive. So next, they experience something that turns them on. So it could be a romantic guy, a guy that cares about them, sexy memories, bath, candles, erotica, massage, kissing. Yeah, getting tipsy. Finally, they are ready to go and eagerly want sex. So breaking things down, breaking everything down, you can clearly see that women need three steps to happen in order to fully let go, get turned on, and enjoy incredible sex with a man. Okay. Yes. I know the littlest things that's off, it annoys the shit out of me. Yeah. Yeah. You need to you need to attract their mind. They did. do. You, Absolutely. They, they, you need to touch their imagination. You need to show that you are different than every other guy that wants to put his dick inside of her. Yeah. Because she has guys lining up. Listen, this is sad truth. Women don't have to try as hard as men to get dick. Okay? <laughs> they yeah. Because they got guys lining up. Guys, it's tough. Because all the they have so much competition with every single girl. Where the girl is just... And it's sad. It's sad for both, for both sexes. Yeah, definitely. So women are turned off because they experience it so much. So you have to show them that you're different. You know... And I'm glad you say that because you're very different from most men. That's probably why we're best friends. But, you know, what men don't understand is men could fuck a brick. A, a bri- they can. They can fuck yeah, a brick. They can. <laughs> they could fuck a woman on a bed of dirty laundry. Like, they don't even give a shit. So many men just don't care. Whereas most women, they want lovely aesthetics, you know, nice soothing. Clean sheets that clean smell she- nice, yes. that feel clean. Yes. They're smooth and silky. Nice mood music or you, lighting. Okay. Guys, I'm going to tell you right now, even if they want rough, nasty sex, they still yes. want smooth, soft sheets. They, they do. still want it to be a little bit romantic. They do. <laughs> They want you to know, they want to know that you put a little bit of effort yes. and that you care about the experience. Yes. So my partner. Yeah. One of the biggest things, and she still talks about, she still has it next to her bed. I, the first time I met her, we talked for a little while. I got to know her. I looked things up about her that she didn't realize I did. Yeah. I put in some effort. Yeah. And I showed up with a pink stuffed dragon. Mm-hmm. And that was, that was it. That's what, you know, oh my God. He showed up with a pink stuffed dragon. How did he even know? It's because I paid attention. Absolutely. So, pay attention. Do small things for them. And it says the very first thing, they have to get past things like stress. Oh, yeah. Hormonal issues, feeling guilty and unattractive. You have to get past that. Yeah, definitely. And then the second one, it says a guy that cares about them, sexy memories, bath candles, things like that. Getting a bit tipsy. I don't recommend you get every girl that you meet drunk to have sex with. No. But if a girl likes you and she's going out and she drinks a little bit and you guys are having a good time, that could be a good sign for you. Yeah. Two drink max is what I always say. Yeah. You know, nothing crazy. Just something to loosen up a little bit. That's it. And we're going to go have some fun. Exactly. So. So step one, John, tell us. Remove the brakes to her sex drive. (laughs) Women often experience a number of brakes that prevent them from getting turned on in the first place. 
Okay, so let's dive in. A bunch of research has been conducted on women's arousal processes. For most women, the first thing they need to get turned on is not the kind of foreplay that most guys enjoy. Most guys enjoy a nice blowjob. <laughs> right? <laughs> I know I do. <laughs> they need to get prepared or even be receptive. So forget about kissing, talking dirty, or sexting to turn her on through text and all that other fun stuff. For now, first, let's learn about these breaks to getting her turned on. Okay, stress. For women, stress is one of the biggest breaks to their sex drive and getting in the mood for sex. Stress can even dull genital sensation and increase pain with sex. That is entirely wow. true. I did yeah. not know that. I knew that getting aroused reduced pain, but I didn't know that sex increased or stress increased it. Stress comes in many forms, whether from work or from taking care of family or even dealing with friends. Your relationship can also be a source of distress. Even dealing with a boyfriend obsessed with female ejaculation can stress her out and make it less likely. Okay. Often it can be very obvious and clear that your wife or girlfriend is suffering from stress. I'm talking about the obvious stuff like her losing a job, dealing with a sick child, or having a car accident. However, most of the time it's much more subtle. Perhaps someone said something bitchy about her or presentation skills at work. A friend snubbed her by get, forgetting to invite her to a party or she didn't earn as much as she hoped she would. The key to her overcoming this break is by helping her to de-stress. All right, so the stress factor is huge. You know, especially, being, I think they're really categorizing all of this with you being in a relationship with a woman. Yeah. And I think men really take for granted in the situations where they can go and... Like I said, fuck on dirty laundry and they don't care. And it is making the effort. So if you take your, let's just say wife or girlfriend, if you take the stress out of their life, if you uh, recognize their own like personal issues, whether it's stress at home or stress with work, and you take those factors out, you know, you're going to have a better enjoyment all, all the way around. Yeah. And. I had a conversation this week with my partner and yes. it, it made a lot of sense. It made me see some things differently. You know, I'm about to be 47, almost 50 years old. Yeah. And people don't teach you things. <laughs> you just fumble around through relationships your whole life. Yeah. So she said to me, she said, I'm stressed and I can't compartmentalize oh, yeah. things the way you can. Definitely. I can't come home from work and shut it off. Because she works at home. Right. Well, well that, that has a lot to do with it, too. But women do. They, they compartmentalize differently than men do. Yeah. I can take an aspect of my life, and when it's time to turn it off, I can turn it off, and then I can focus on her, where she can't just shut it off. Yeah. Her, her mind doesn't work that way. Well, and, and I see, that's where I can really sympathize with her, because... You know, we get phone calls round the clock. No one has consideration for her or myself right. on phone calls. I get phone calls at 2 o'clock in the morning. If I didn't turn my phone off, I would never get any rest. People don't give a fuck, especially men. They mm -hmm. don't. And I'm just going to say it. I mean, men think, oh, Mia might be up at 2 o'clock in the morning. Let me text her. So, Mia, can I hang out with you sometime? It's like, motherfucker, you know? People are asleep at 2 a.m. 
Right. Nine times out of ten. But yeah, so she can't compartmentalize because she works at home. Everything weighs on her when, you know, it's her job, her business, her life. And I completely get that, you know, because she not she not necessarily has a way to depend on you. She doesn't have to depend on me or anybody else. And I'm I'm in that sense where, you know, all the weight falls on my shoulder. So a lot of women go through that. Yeah. You know? So men need to be sensitive to that. They do. But they do. They don't know what to be sensitive to unless they're told. So listen yeah. up, guys. Right. Women think about things differently and you need to be sensitive about the way that they handle things and the way they handle stress because it's different than we do. Yeah. If I'm stressed out, I can go outside and do yard work for two hours and take, and you feel better. And take out my aggression on the tree. Yeah, you feel better. <laughs> you know, so I can say, fuck that tree. I'm going to cut it down with an axe and I'm going to wear out all because physical exercise yeah. is a stress reliever. And I think women internalize so much too. Like you said, if, if they can't compartmentalize, you know, they internalize their own problems because a lot of times, you know, my, my husband will say, well, what's wrong? And I'm like, look, it doesn't do any good to complain. You know, just make my fucking life easier. You know? <laughs> like okay. I, okay. In his defense, if, yes. if you women, if you don't tell us what's wrong, we can't sympathize with you but because you, we don't know what it is. But you know what makes things easier? Shutting the fuck up and getting out of the way? Yeah. And, and go, go cleaning the kitchen. Go clean the kitchen. Go clean the floors. Go, go put dishes away. Do things that she doesn't have to fucking do or focus on. Well, you look at me. I do that all the time. <laughs> I do that. That's why she's still with me. <laughs> well, point of it is, like I said, you, you, I think, are an exception in a lot of ways to most men. But I think, you know, I think about a lot of my girlfriends and the things that they've had to deal with with their, with their significant other. And there's a lot of men that just... Oh, don't worry about the dishes. Ah, oh, we'll do them later. Oh, you know, men seem to brush things off. They seem to procrastinate. You know, they don't prioritize things that a woman would because to me, you know, the way her home looks or something, you know, it's a personal reflection. Right. So. Not And not to pick on my partner or my relationship or anything, yeah. but if we left the dishes yeah. for a night till the next day. That wouldn't work for her. And we're not having sex. Yeah. Because her house is dirty and that stresses her out. Exactly. Exactly. So do the fucking dishes. Like so, I was just so saying. We, so we make sure the dishes are done and everything yeah. is done so that when we do go to bed, she doesn't have to think about any of those exactly. things. Everything's done. Everything's clean. It's in a clean bed. Exactly. And now we can enjoy our nighttime fun. Exactly. So. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about sexual shame. Oh my God, that's a whole other ball game, yeah. isn't it? This is your. You want to do this one? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a lot of shame, but we'll see. So you no, know, but we talk. <laughs> listen, I think sexual shame for women is the same thing as performance anxiety for men. Gotcha. I think it's pretty pretty closely related. I would think men worry so much about being able to perform that the anxiety just gets in the way. And I think shame is the same thing for women. The anxiety just gets in the way. Yeah, see, this I really can't relate with, but we'll, we'll see at the beginning what it really addresses. So it says sexual shame in women can come from many sources or multiple sources. And it can mention sexual trauma, 
um, in correlation to sexual shame. However, religious beliefs, personal beliefs, social pressures may also play a part. In many cases, shame leads to physical anxiety, which leads to a lower sex drive. Yeah. That's what we were just saying. Yeah. So each of these groups may contain many of the same type of people. Uh, women who are sexually liberated are often viewed unfavorably in all of these social circles. So if sexual shame comes from a violent trauma, it's usually best to enlist the aid of a professional therapist. You know, we, we've come across a lot of people that have that. And I've, I've met women that feel guilty about one night stands. It's like, don't feel guilty about having a night of sexual expression, you know? I think they put so much into, you know, their golden ticket of, you know, fucking some guy that they don't know very well, and then they feel shame for it the next day. Well, it did mention, and this is very true, religious um, and personal beliefs, social beliefs. Yeah. Our society tells us that that's wrong. And they do. Religion yeah. tells us that it's wrong, so we're brought up believing that if we do that there's something wrong with us if we enjoy that there's something wrong with us so we go out and we we do this thing and it was great and we enjoyed it and now we're in trouble because because we enjoyed it yeah and there's double standards too absolutely you know like girl on girl lesbians that's hot that's fucking hot yeah it's, it's hot I was watching minute, porn today two girls licking each other's assholes exactly. it was great it was but great the minute <laughs> The minute, you know, I could tell my girlfriends, oh, yeah, you know, I fucked this chick last night. It was amazing, blah, 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 blah. But if you were to tell your guy friends or your friends uh, at work, for example, oh, yeah, you know, I was fucking this guy last night, it would be completely different. They'd be like, oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. I go to work. (laughs) That's not hard. Oh, my God, your girlfriend, blah, blah, blah. They said all kinds of shit about her until it just gets to the point where it's just disrespectful. Yeah. But if I said I, I went and fucked some guy last night, they would they would all want to stab me. Yeah. Like exactly. I had some kind of disease. Exactly. It's terrible. You know, it's back terrible. in the 80s and 90s, the gay revolution was still happening. Yeah. It was still, you know, it was still illegal to be gay in America. Yeah. And AIDS was just starting to come out. My dad worked at the local sugar factory. They would they grew a lot of sugar beets in Idaho and they were pro- it was a processing factory made sugar. And um, one of the guys, who happened to be gay, got his hands stuck in one of the machines. And instead of anybody going over there shutting off the machine and helping him, they stood there and watched it rip his arm off. And he died in front of all of them because he was gay. And they were all afraid to help him because they thought they might get AIDS. Holy shit. So they just stood there and watched him die. Holy shit. That's insanity. It's crazy. That is horrible. Yeah. We used to sit around the kitchen table and talk about how bad it was to be gay. And, you know, faggot was a word that was used at the kitchen table. You can't, horrible. You're not going to say that now. No. That's horrible. It's horrible. Yeah. So, yeah, the double standard is real. It's, even now. Even now, it's sad. Yeah, but we used to hear all the time on the news about how gay people were being attacked and murdered in the 80s and 90s. Yeah. All the time. You know, the advice we gave um, Matt last week, we're talking about, you know, how could we get his friend at work to fuck his wife as a bull? He said he chickened out. And I said, oh, poor baby. (laughs) That sucks. Because, again, there's a stigma there. It's a stigma for him. You know, this is the part that we love so much about the BDSM community because there's no fucking judgment. 
you know? There's so many people that, you know, come to the, all the different types of events that we've seen. And it's like, oh, yeah, guy, I got, that's great. Oh, yeah, tying that bitch up. Oh, yeah, you know? It's like we <laughs> embrace all of that great thing, those great things. And, you know, that's another aspect of why we're LGBTQ friendly, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> it's amazing. We love BDSM. Okay. So, after sexual shame... I know we kind of, you know, <laughs> went off that topic. I mean, it's a big topic. But it is a big topic. Um, you know, it bottom bottom line, it really thinks, that, like I said, I go back to, you know, making a woman comfortable, like you said, having a clean house, setting the aesthetics right in a room. You know, it bothered me the other night when I was having sex and the television screen the screensaver kept coming on and it was changing the light going from dim to dark dim to dark i'm like god that's annoying you know (laughs) i couldn't focus and it just you know for a woman it's like you go dry and it's done you know so men (laughs) i can't say this enough i like red lights in a bedroom yeah. You know, turn on the right light, the right light bulb, red, green, something different. And it's like, it sets the mood, you know? Right. Yeah. It goes on. It talks a lot about medical conditions, medications, age, weight. Yes. Yes. It, we know all those things. Yes. Women need to feel attractive. Yes. But here's a big one. Yes. They need to be comfortable with you. Oh, true. Don't be the creepy guy that we talked about at the beginning. Yeah. Don't be the creepy guy. If she's not comfortable with you touching her, how is she going to be comfortable <laughs> with you fucking her? <laughs> True. You know what's funny is how many of our friends, and I haven't told you all of them, but there's so many women that do pity fucks. I know you've done a pity fuck. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> Everybody. See, you're like, shame. <laughs> John's sexual shame. You know, I can't believe I, I fucked that. You know what? <laughs> I have. And it wasn't fun. Yeah. And it was, you know, they liked it. Yeah. But I just came back and was like, wow, that was awful. Right? <laughs> right? Because yes. I'm not into it. One time I was fucking a guy and he broke out his ex-wife's sex toys to use on me. You know, it's like, that is the biggest fucking boner kill ever. <laughs> you know? But... You know, that's just me. <laughs> but make her comfortable with you. Just touch her yes. shoulder a little bit. Light touching, a little bit of cuddling. Yes. Compliment her. Tell her how pretty she looks in her in her new, her new dress. Yes. Tell her how good her hair looks today. Her eyes. Her mm. eyes pop. Right. You know? I like the color of your eyes and when the sunlight yes. hits it. Yes. But be real. If it's dark outside, don't say, I like the color of your eyes when the sunlight hits it. Yes. <laughs> because it's dark and they know you're lying. Yes. <laughs> yes. Give look, her- look into her eyes. And and notice something and compliment the thing that you're looking at. Don't yes. just make shit up. Yes. Give her a glass of wine and don't yes. roofie it. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know you're thinking it, John. I've never understood why anybody would roof roofie, would put something in a girl's alcohol. Let's ask Bill Cosby. Because now you're just fucking a dead body, that and that's necrophilia. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you want to drug somebody that they can't participate? That's not fun. I want a girl who is enjoy- wants to be there, is excited to be there, and is going to do slutty, slutty things with me. 
Who wants somebody just going to lay there? You know? So I, I don't agree. get that. I don't know where to get roofies. I don't know who sells roofies. I don't know why that's a thing. I don't know how they're getting them. It's just wild. Make her laugh. Yes. You know, make her feel comfortable. Take the anxiety away. So. Anyway, bottom line. We've talked about some breaks. Yes. Talked about how to get around them. Talked about being sincere and genuine. And don't be that creepy guy. And pro tip, guys, this is how you're going to do it. You're going to learn how to eat that pussy. You That's right. You're going to eat that pussy. They're going to fuck you. There you go. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Did we give enough bad advice yet? No, I don't think so. No? No, not entirely. Eating pussy, <laughs> eating pussy was a good advice. <clears throat> all right, well. Yeah, John. Anything else? That is it. You are all... Yeah. Out of ideas for helping <laughs> dipshit guys who can't give you pussy. Well, we can, we can do a quick breakdown. So, smell good, look good, dress right, put in some time and effort with shoes. Um, if you're re- reading a woman's profile, if you meet her offline, read her fucking profile. That yeah. you, That's John's advice. Um, you need to make her feel comfortable, compliment her, like John said. Um, take the stress away. Do things for her when she start dating and you go to her house. Fucking start cleaning her house. Do little things. And it's not about being a bitch. It's about taking the fucking effort. Right. It's, not about, it's not about becoming their submissive or their do boy. It's about yeah. helping. Yes. You know, you're coming over and you have dinner. If she makes you dinner, help her wash the fucking dishes. So show some gratitude. Yes. Show some appreciation. Yes. You want her to do all these things for you. Do some things for her. Yes. You know? Now, I'll say this. My sister is the golden rule to this. She's complete opposite as to what we're talking about during this podcast episode. (laughs) And that is she is dating a fucker who does not clean her house, does not help her, but still lives with her. And he's a douchebag. And he lives there and doesn't do anything. And he lives there. You know, he gives her $500 a month in rent. And all I could ask her was... Oh, I need to move in there. Right? Exactly. (laughs) Like, where the fuck can you sleep for $500 a month? And I asked her, I said, does he have a golden dick? Please tell me he has this monstro dick and he's amazing in bed. No. I don't think that's it at all. I think that she's a glutton for punishment. No, I've met him. He he does not have big dick energy. He he doesn't. He's a douche. He's a douchebag. He's not sociable. He's not funny. He's he's just gross. I don't like him. He doesn't even look attractive. I don't like him. Yeah. (laughs) And she and she could have a lot of people that you know would be interested in dating her. Why she chooses to date somebody who looks you know fifteen years older than her and who's a total d bag? I have no fucking clue. So. Anywho, <laughs> don't be like my sister. <laughs> Men don't be a fucking dick or a pig. Okay. Yeah. Great. Set unless some mood lighting. Unless you're in the dungeon and you put a pig mask on, then you can be a pig. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, all right, John. Well, until next time, make all your, I'm going to be a pig and fuck your brains out fantasies become realities. Yeah. Okay.